Yes, so even under their construction of the studio, the reconstruction, I should say, the studio next door, they're accommodating us. And, um, you know, you may notice some slight changes in the program here. Uh, they've asked me to restrict it to one guest. We're in a smaller studio, uh, so we're going to do some changes because there's a lot of information I wanted to pass on to you. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about home heating prices, um, and, and I know you feel them out there uh, because if you've been to the gas pumps this week, you're saying, wow. Wow, right? My understanding is 58 cents up in a week, right? Which is, let me just say, forget I'm the mayor, outrageous. There's no reason for it to go up 58 cents in a week. So um, we got to figure this out. Um, uh, you know, the impact on oil coming from Russia, there's no way it moves that damn fast to cause a 58-cent price jump in, in one week. So uh, we've got to kind of figure that out. All right, we're going to do the COVID shots uh, pretty quickly, and then we're going to talk about home heating and things you can do um, in the interim to kind of forestall that. And we're going to finish with uh, some discussions <clears throat> around the Methuen Scholarship Foundation, which I'm a, a proud supporter of, and hopefully you will be too, um, and why. Okay, so let's start with the COVID numbers. So the news is, is not bad. Uh, Joyce is saying there's no sound. Can you guys hear me? I'm getting feedback from Facebook that says they can't hear the sound. If you're out there and you can hear the sound, can you let us know? Oh, I agree. Gas prices are outrageous. They can hear us. All right. Okay. So uh, 33 new cases. So the arrow's down because last week, you remember, we were at 26. 33 is still in the same trend zone. So let's go to the what's good and what's not so good. Um, the overall number of new cases is, is slightly increased, but not, you know, uh, not significantly up, 26 to 33. The mask requirements at Methuen Public Schools and city buildings have been revised in accordance with the DESI and CDC guidelines. And let me reinforce, I, I had the opportunity to do um, uh, the Read Across America. I read at both the Donald Timoney School uh, to fourth grade and to fifth grade at the Marsh Grammar School, and I really loved it. And so I'd say this um, to you. I had a great time meeting and, and chatting with the kids, and the best thing was their questions. Um, you know, what does it feel like to be mayor? I said, some days good, some days not so good. Um, but, you know, I took the moment to teach upon them, uh, to use a teaching point with them that talked about diversity. And I said, you know, next week you're going to have the opportunity to mask or not mask, depending on what your parents choose. And that's a great um, uh, point for us all to understand. And we should accept whatever viewpoint... Uh, people have, uh, whether you mask up or you don't mask, um, it's acceptable, right? So uh, you're still going to see me wearing the mask occasionally based on my health issues. Um, I'm a high-risk individual, so I'm a little leery. Um, and there are certain cases where I take it off, but, um, you know, I do wear it when I'm going to and from. Um, as we've said before, most vaccinated individuals are still experiencing mild symptoms, and we've got there, there are at-home test kits readily available at your pharmacy. Uh, your insurance will cover them. You can get more from the federal government. Um, and we even have almost 4,000 at the city level. So if you haven't gotten any from the city of Methuen, uh, contact our Department of Public Health and get those test kits, right, because they come in handy. And one of the reasons you want to is the not-so-good on the, right? Our vaccination rate continues to lag below the state level. Uh, so this the second one is important. The Stop the Spread testing, we've been notified by the Commonwealth, is scheduled to cease March 28th. So you might say, Mayor, why do I even care about that? That means Pelham Street won't be doing the PCR testing uh, at Greater Lawrence Family Health Center. So March 28th, so get some of these at-home test kits so that you prepare in advance. Some of them expire in June. And if you're somebody who got kits multiple places, make sure you check the expiration dates, right? Because they only last a certain amount of time. The gas prices, <clears throat> I went to fill my city car up Saturday, and it cost me, uh, for a little more than a quarter of a tank, it cost me $42, um, and that's just staggering. So, um, And the other not-so-good is any charter is going to no longer be blamed on Ryan uh, because uh, he's no longer with the city as of last Friday, and, and the mayor did the charts himself today. So I will have to blame me if there are chart errors. But I think the charts are okay. All right, here's the gender. Still the women, about 1,100 ahead of the men. Next one, quickly. Our distribution by age, as you would expect, impacted by, next chart, uh, impacted by how late we release the vaccine to the younger folks. Um, but, and, and by the way, 
He goes, we had no hospitalizations and no deaths last week, and that's also worth reporting, because I want to give a kudos out to uh, Council Ferretra and Council Ziegler, who spearheaded our uh, COVID memorial ceremony last week at, at the police station. Uh, 215 flags in the ground. It was really, really well done and well attended. And in case you think it doesn't matter, you know, there was a person in the crowd who just lost somebody the week before and still emotional about it. And I don't care who you are, if you're one of the 215, and I say this to you candidly, I lost somebody I love, um, and it leaves a hole. So you can, you can preach to the mayor all the math you want, but the impact that one life makes is significant. Right? And so 215 is 215 too many for this guy. All right, next chart. The new case is the 33. You can see that the 20 to 29s lead the pack. Oh, it's the big there. 60 to 69 lead the pack, and the 20 to 29s are right there. Um, so that's a little interesting because the 60 to 69 are well permeated with the vaccine. And I've got some new charts in here to kind of just keep your attention. And one of them comes up next. So this comes right from the state website. I don't know if you can see it. So 79% of eligible individuals age five and over who are fully vaccinated by county of resident. So remember this number for later. So in Essex County, in which Methuen, we're up there in that top corner, 79% um, are fully vaccinated by residents who live within this address, right? Uh, and you've got some lower, you've got, uh, you've got 104% down at Martha's Vineyard. I, I wanna see how they vote. Yeah because that allows them to get more people on the ballot box. And then the next chart is the cumulative percentage of fully vaccinated individuals with booster doses. So how many have got the third shot? So Essex County, 52%, which is fairly good. One out of every two of us have gotten the third. Did you get the third shot, Joe? I did. All right. <laughs> I was going to give you one Back right in now. November. Get it. Yeah. All right. And then uh, a third new chart, and I apologize for springing these on you, is how does mass compare to the country, right? 88% of the Massachusetts population has received at least one dose compared to 76% of the national population. So this breaks it down by years, uh, age, excuse me, if you will, and uh, whether they're uh, fully vaccinated, partially vaccinated, uh, and, and how we compare, right? So mass, so if you look at 40 to 49, 86% uh, across the country are vaccinated, uh, Massachusetts is 94%. So that's the good news. There is some good news. And uh, hopefully we've turned a corner here and light. Uh, one more last, but the, the, um, the, the COVID virus is not finished with us. And I show that we're still at 3.53% positive in the last 14 days. That's almost four out of every 100. Uh, includes my son who tested positive yesterday. Right? So it's still out there. And for people like me with uh, health risk, it is a concern. And last but not least is the chart that I used to get after Ryan every week. So now we've got to correct because the mayor got it himself. Uh, hopefully he's watching. Uh, so in the state of Massachusetts, the percent of the population age five and over that have received the first dose is 92.9, like 93%. And we're over the 80% mark for the population five and over that are uh, fully vaccinated. In Methuen, we're 78.2% have received a first dose against that 93, and 69.9 against an 80.1. So we continue to trickle upwards, but trickle is the key word there, right? And probably for the last time in forever, I'm going to say, um, if I, I, everybody I love has been vaccinated, right? My son tested positive yesterday. His symptoms thus far are mild. Uh, he's had two doses and a booster, and I'm hoping they're going to stay mild, right? And for any of you out there, um, other than the weather, there's not a lot to gripe about, right? <laughs> so I came out of City Hall. I hadn't been paying attention because I'd been in meetings all afternoon. And next thing you know, I see what was coding to an inch. It looks like more than coding to an inch to me. Um, so maybe when I'm done this mayor shtick, I want to do uh, Weatherman oh, on Channel 7 or something, right? So. Coding to an inch, and what do we? <laughs> has it been changed? Does anybody know the forecast? Has it been changed? I, I heard, in fairness, I heard two inches. Two inches? I think we're at that. I right? think we are. Based on what I see. So, um, so sixty yesterday, uh, two inches today. We'll probably be seventy tomorrow. Who knows, right? So enjoy it while you can. My grandfather, God rest his soul, used to call this poor man's fertilizer at this time of year. So um, 
So we're going to transition. I had Joe come back, and some of you may remember, we've done a couple of shows on this, and so we didn't bring a lot of slides on this, but I think it's, you know, um, and I made the point on one of my previous shows, I, I'm, I'm in the fourth percentile based on your numbers, and I'm going to give you a chance to talk about it, uh, who heat methuen by propane. But even propane yeah. has risen astronomically. So I, I would tell you that I've spent three times what I spent last year on propane thus far. And when I say the mayor is a, um, what's the correct word here? A sturdy thermostat monitor. Uh, I mean that in the most effusive sense, right? I, I'm not big on paying for, right? Um, so of note to me that the price has gone up so significantly. That's oil, that's electricity, that's gas, natural gas, that's propane, that's all the elements, right? So we thought it would be fitting before, you know, too far along into the spring, and, and, and longer days are coming, longer days are here, right? We spring ahead this weekend, right? Yes, we do. That's the good news. One of the... um, but, you know, it's not lost to me that people are struggling with home heating bills, and I completely understand that based upon what I'm seeing. So I have Joe Cosgrove, who works in our community development, kind of spearheads our... Um, Resources and energy drive, if you will. Recyclables, too. Um, I don't know if you want to talk yep. about that today. Oh, that might be another show. All right. Um, <laughs> but uh, we have him and we have uh, some folks uh, who can, um, you know, talk to you about what, what are the things you can do to kind of forestall some of the, some of the, some of the co- rising cost increase. Because it's tough to get hit with these you know, one-time increases, right? And I just got a, a text from, just to show you, uh, a normal set. I'm seeing one to two inches in the forecast, and there's two and a half inches already in the ground. Holy moly. <laughs> and Sandra Collado said, hi, Mr. Mayor, you're looking well. I'm feeling good, Sandra. Thank you for that nice comment. And Sue Riccio said, Mayor, can you please remind the citizens they can still apply for fuel assistance? Call the Senior Center for an appointment, 978-938825. I'm available to sign people up for the SNAP program. The food supplement program in the Commonwealth on Monday. You know why Monday? Yes, I do. You have them call me so I can tell them what they need to bring with prices going up. Apply, apply, apply. And she's 100% right. Sue Riccio is one of the hidden diamonds in this city, right? And she can help you when you're struggling with uh, food. Um, and I'll give a shout out to Methuen Cares as well with uh, heating costs, with all of these things, right? Don't think you're in there on your own. Allow the city to kind of help you. So, Joe, let's talk a little bit about um, um, Sandra said, is there a program for cable assistance? Cable, cable assistance? Yeah. I don't know, Sandra, off the top of my head. That'd be worth checking. I doubt that there is. Um, uh, and you asked a great question, Sandra, but I want to tell you, uh, it's in my personal life, it's another thing I'm pretty disgusted with. You got the two big flyers, and I won't name them. And I, I used to have this strategy to go back and forth to try to knock, but it, it just gets out of control. Right? Before you know it, you're spending two fifty, three hundred dollars a month, and that, that's that's a lot of money, right? So um, totally separate from the program. Anybody who does YouTube TV or Direct TV, I'd be interested in talking mm. to you and getting your feedback. So Joe, let's talk about energy. What's going on in the energy markets? And how can I cut my darn heating and electricity bills? Well, that's, yeah. a, that's a good leading question. And remember, we were, I think I checked back, but I was last on this back in November at the start of the winter, and we were saying, you know, the projections, yeah. you know, things were looking, you know, propane yeah. was going up, you know, it was doubling, yeah. gas was going up 90%, um, home heating oil was, was doubling as well. Yeah. So everybody was taking a hit um, just because, you know, Energy prices were low during the pandemic. The, the economy is roaring back, and that's still happening in the case. We're recovering from the pandemic, yep. and now we have these international crises. So we're back in. I grew up in a household where, you know, my father was lowering the yeah. thermostat down to 62, with, yeah. uh, you know, during the day. Put a and <laughs> making us turn off the lights. Yeah. And uh, we're back to those days. We've got international crisis going on that's uh, impacting uh, supply. And, yeah. you know, Economics 101, um, it's supply and demand. Yeah. We have uh, limited uh, resources, uh, limited supply, and that affects a lot of demand for those uh, 
for those um, for that energy supply. So, where are we? And I know in terms of interesting breakdown, you know, in terms of what the what the household breakdown. If we talked about if we were in the 1970s, yeah. most every I, I'm sure that uh, 75 percent of Methuen households were on home heating oil. Um, right now. Home heating oil is about 16% of households. Electricity are 10%. And you get 4% that are, in your case, those yep. houses on propane. And natural gas, 68% of, of, of uh, Matuan households. I like the 2%, the soul of the wood, the coal, the none. And that's like, yeah. So that's, one of my that's houses like I built everything. in Matuan, I had this bright <laughs> idea to put a wood-burning stove in the basement. Yep. And, you know, I bought four cords of wood every winter. And then I would funnel it into the basement and have these heat registers shoot it up. Um, and that was great, except it was a bazillion degrees in the basement <laughs> around that. And, you know, livable upstairs, right? So yep. it's a lot of work. So, and, so everybody's paying more yep. on, uh, you know, what's going on. I was checking the uh, State Department of Energy Resources this morning, and the, the average price for home heating oil on, you know, the end of February – was four dollars a gallon? Do you know oh. what it was on Monday? It was a little over five dollars a gallon. Wow. So that's a twenty-five percent jump yep. in just one week. So we're in a volatile market going on, and yep. uh, you know maybe Chris can talk more of what the future holds. But yeah. it's you know it's having this is following a period where we were kind of historic low heating prices. And yep. so what we've been doing at the city, we've been making our facilities uh, important. Thanks to you, you've been getting a lot yep. of money from the state yep. in terms of your green community. Yeah, yep. but we've been using your your prestige to, to get all these things and pull. So, uh, but we've been, we've been converting our lights. You know, we converted all our street lights. We've uh, updated actually in, I think, every building except the police station, which is yeah. kind of a funky thing going on. Yeah. They have radiant heating and kind of – but we've upgraded to LED in all our municipal facilities. So we've gotten, we've gotten about $300,000 in the state last year yeah. and another $100,000 from the utilities to do these energy efficiency improvements. And I just you know check – when I look at what we've – so a total of what we spent on energy, you know, we spent in FY17 – we spent if you if you add up everything what we spent on electricity and yeah. natural gas we spent just about 4 million dollars in energy costs for the city That's great. as a whole and so we were down last year we spent 3.2 million so yeah. a lot of that yeah a lot of that was through those efficiency improvements yeah. savings i think we're going to be tested this year joe 686,000 dollars we are and it's going to go up we're, i mean we're, we're in, vol- in a volatile market yep. so when we talk about opportunity costs yep. so even though so our costs are going to are going up this year and i know you're getting ready to do budgets for next year yep. but the opportunity cost what we would have spent otherwise is is uh, you know would be even greater yep. so um so we've had a lot of savings, and we're continuing to do things. We're putting in, um, you know, we're 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 doing kitchen hood vents at the at the yeah. at the CGS yep. school. You know, seventy five percent of our energy usage in town are really at at the five schools and the water treatment plant. So we're focusing our efficiency measures on those, but not ignoring all the children. So we've been yep. doing lighting at the library. Yep. We updated the HVAC systems, put in more efficient pumps and motors. We're doing stuff at the uh, neglected uh, sewer treatment, you know, sewer pump stations, yep. Yep. Uh, which is a great idea for a show, by the way. You should get Jimmy Burgess on for a future yeah. show to tell he's a, he's, he can he's give you knowledge. everything yep. you want to know about yeah. uh, Sewer pump stations. So, um, so yeah, a lot's being done in terms of what so we're doing. So, good questions out here, Joe. Uh, no, sorry, and I know you're going to talk about something. So, uh, Teresa Wengerhenkel says home heating oil prices are rising. Yes, they are. Are you going to have a rep from Mass Save on soon to talk about installation programs? We've had them on, right? Yes, we have. And uh, we, we're going to do that again because we have been a municipal uh, and set, we've been a We've been a municipal partnership community designated for the last two years. We had goals, right? We have goals, and we had goals. And I can tell you how we, how we, but we we did a great job achieving the goals. We achieved them. We 
basically got our $20,000 for doing uh, for yep. meeting all our goals. And last year, I can happy to report 296 homes did complete their home energy yeah. assessment, which is really the first step yeah. in participating in the so Mass So if Save somebody's program. out there, it, and so the answer to your question, Teresa, is we are going to have somebody from Mass Save on again. But if somebody's interested in Mass Save, do they have to wait for the next program? Can they? No, they can. We're continuing on the program. I can talk a little more about that. But it is going to, you know, one of the we have the massaves.org uh, website is one feature we work with all in energy and groundwork Lawrence, and you can go online and sign up, register yep. for that. We'll tie you into a, yep. uh, a home assessment, and you can. That's really the first step because okay. once from that you get that home assessment, energy assessment done, and uh, you know we we put together a menu of what the efficiency needs are in your household. Yeah. So, but in terms of so another you know the other goal was weatherization project those insulation costs right. and, and two hundred ninety two homes uh, went through weatherization programs sealing air sealing projects insulation. And another 438, a whopping 438 homes completed heating, cooling efficiency upgrades yep. to their heating. And finally, and this was actually a big, 63 small businesses. We well exceeded our goal on small, small business assistance. And uh, I think we doubled what we were what our goal was for that. So that was well, we can still do good, more. especially this year. Right? But we can do still do more, we do more. And we're still partnering. The program is continuing and... Maybe Chris can talk more, but we have now it is the the program has been expanded. The the partnership is it's the community first partnership program, and we're teaming up with Haverhill. Yep. We're teaming up with Groundwork Lawrence, and it's so to get it's it's uh, very difficult renter households. Twenty five percent of Methuen households are renter households. Yeah. Renters are eligible for the, for yeah. the Mass A program, and we want to get those. And that's a you know those are even if you pay rent you're 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 paying energy as part of that rent or yep. it's even on top so so um, it's important that uh, those households get okay. into the mass save because they're paying for it on their energy bills as well so that's important to do yep so, so. let's talk about so we've identified the costs are up they're up for everybody right that stinks what yep. are some <laughs> of the other things that residents can do to kind of mitigate these rising home energy costs. Well, right. if you're getting, you know, if for income eligible households, yeah. they're eligible for home assistance. And if you're, you're, you know, for the low income heating assistance program is administered through uh, the Greater Lawrence Community Action Council. Do I call and it LIHEAP? Yeah, LIHEAP yeah. is the yeah. acronym. Yeah. And uh, they open applications in November. Last, last, you know, applications were open through April 30th. So that is through GLC. So you still could get on the website. Look at, you still can apply. Um, I know our senior center has special outreach through yep. them. That's probably an easy, ave- easier avenue. Yep. But um, yeah, it's like get in touch yep. with that. So low income home energy assistance program, which is uh, the Biden administration released 90% of the 3.75 billion in funds that were dedicated to that which provided an average of more than $439 to more than 5 million families in the United States the year before the pandemic. Right. That's wild. It's a lot of money, right? Yep. So, uh, that's, uh, so that's good. And, you know, don't forget the efficiency program and call your utilities, too. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting, you know, if you've lost, if you're running into a special situation, the utilities are pretty good in working with you if you're getting payment a, program or yes, payment program or you make sure you're getting the right yeah. rate. If you're if you've lost a job yep. and you're in kind of a temporary situation, you may qualify for the yeah. the lower discount rate. So you want to make sure you're getting the yep. the rate you're entitled to under the So how how package. do Methuen residents access the low income you said through the senior center. Is that the only way they can do it? Senior. That's one, and and the Greater Lawrence Community Action yep. Council, which is at yep. GLC GLCAC dot org, and yeah. uh, check out their website. But the important point is the last day to apply for fuel assistance for the low income home energy assistance program is April thirtieth, twenty twenty two. For this, right, so you got to apply season, before right. that. An application must be signed and postmarked by that date to begin the fuel application renewal process. Right, um, and who qualifies? You know, for a family of seven, the gross annual income could be $106,314. For a family of one, 
gross annual income of 40951 and there's amounts in between there. So there's a table out there at the Greater Lawrence Community Action Council that you could see the varying degrees of um, family size and what the eligibility requirements are for earned income. And it may not be as – so a family of six is 103 uh, – the, the breadwinners could make up to $103,951 and still be accepted in the low-income energy, uh, housing energy uh, acceptance program. So uh, don't think that it counts all. Please take a look at it, right? Take advantage of every opportunity that's presented to you. All right, what else did you want to tell me, Joe? Well, I think that's it. I want to, you know, Chris McKinnon is a great partner from our Eversource uh, from our utility. He gracious drove through a snowstorm to get here and appreciate it. Vicious snowstorm. <laughs> so you're going to step... So this is part so, of... Uh, so we you're will, this step is out. where we will yeah. do our step out. Yeah. It's, uh, so pardon me. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll heckle from the... And I'm going to answer a question while you're doing it. Um, so um, somebody... I just saw... Uh, somebody asked a question about... Uh, is Methuen doing a collection of goods for Ukraine? I, I am open to that. So I want to go on record as saying, much like many, I'm completely disgusted with what's happening over there, right? And not just because of the oil impact. So this is a a threat to democracy everywhere. So we're flying the Ukrainian flag at City uh, City Hall. My plan is to put one up at the fire station, the police station as well. Um, And I am open to ideas about how we can help those. What I tend to worry about, maybe I'm getting cynical in my old age, is I, I worry about collecting um, and it not going to the right hands. So I saw this thing where Mike Wankum, who, who might be a bad guy to talk about today because he's a weather guy for Channel 5, right, um, is doing a collection and, and distributing food and things through um, this specific woman in, in the Ukraine. And I kind of like the look of that because uh, you can see where what you're collecting is going. I'm always hesitant to give it to a big agency for fear that it doesn't get to where it's intended. Maybe, I apologize, maybe that's the cynicism of being in my 60s, but open to ideas. So the city is willing to do, collect. I'm, I'm willing to donate. I'm going to talk to you about Scholarship Foundation at the end, end of the program uh, and take one last shot at Ryan. Um, so um, if you have ideas on how we can collect things and, and get them to... Uh, the Ukrainian people, I'm all ears. Uh, and I'm happy to reach out to Mike Wankum and say, hey, City Methuen would like to provide um, money, food, whatever, right? When you get into you know, perishable items and clothing, it gets a little bit difficult, but um, open to ideas from the citizens. So I would love to do something to help the Ukrainian people. Um, and for the record, um, not that I'm a good politician, I cannot understand why they're not making a no-fly zone over the Ukraine. And just do not understand it. Um, if I was your senator in Washington, I would be pushing hard for it. Because there's absolutely no reason to be shooting those missiles and things down on um, you know, public areas where citizens are. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and it disgusts me. Um, so let's think about how we can help the Ukrainians. I appreciate the question, Linda. Great question. Um, uh, so there's a question here, Chris, before we start with you, that talks about, uh, I've heard, I have gas and heard that episodes are more expensive than Columbia gas. My bill increased triple. I'm a senior and keep my heat at 67 degrees. I, th- I think, um, and who was that? That was, that was Linda. Um, Linda, I think the triple can go to any household. I don't think that's unique to you. And I don't know that it depends on your provider. And I'll just say, I won't look at Chris and I say, I don't know that I buy into the, all the, uh, utilities have had to go up quite that much. They're going to come in and say, you know, supply issues, and, and I get that. Um, but I worry, and let's not pick on the utilities. Let's talk about uh, gas at the pumps. I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning of the program. There's no way in God's green earth that what has happened in the Ukraine could impact uh, a more than dollar increase in the price of a gallon of gas, right, this fast. Could it over time? Yeah. But... Um, I just worry that some companies are taking advantage to get a little bit ahead. And I get that there are supply issues. I get there are uh, demand issues. Um, but Count Me is not convinced, right? Um, I'm paying the same thing you are at the pump and staggered to pay it. Um, but I question it. And, you know, I'll give Joe some homework for later. One of the things I heard is in times of high prices, stay away from ExxonMobil. 
because they're the industry leader. And I don't know if that's still true. If you stay away from them, you could tend to kind of bring the price back down a little bit, right, if you go to others. So I don't know if that's true or not, but we'll do some homework on that. All right, Chris, welcome to the program with that uh, lead-in. I'm not going to attack you. Um, so um, let's talk a little bit about what you do and how it would impact, you know, what residents could do to offset home heating. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, we understand that the past couple of years in particular has been really difficult for um, any of our customers. Right. Um, you know, we live and work here in our neighborhoods as well. And so it's one of those things where, you know, we appreciate partnerships like with the city with Methuen um, and others who are giving us the opportunity to say, yes, there is assistance, it is available, and really what we're trying to do now and what we've been trying to do over the past several months um, as we anticipated some of these increased uh, prices, not necessarily because of what's going on right now, but because of uh, you know several external factors during the recovery, you know, now saying that, yes, there is assistance out there and it's available and we want to get uh, residents signed up so that we can give them some help. That's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So, how, how, you know, specific to you guys, how would, how would you suggest that consumers do it? What's the best way? Sure. So first and foremost, anytime you're working with um, your utility company, it's immediately just reach out to us. Uh, at Eversource, we work one-on-one with customers every single day to find different types of programs, whether it be, um, you know, bill pay assistance or, um, you know, some of the energy efficiency programs out there yeah. as well to connect people with what actually makes sense for them. Yeah. Um, some programs, you know, are income eligibility programs. Others aren't you know, constrained by income eligibility. So I would always say whether you've never needed help before, this might be the first time you've ever needed help coming out of the ask, ask, and we're there to help. And I think, you know, some people just assume the big bad companies out there and it's not going to help, but we're, we're here, we're here to help. So uh, is is Columbia gas still out there? I want to, so So it's ever source now. Yes. Yeah. I I just want to cut. So I don't think I I want to make sure that question was asked and I, uh, it, Columbia Gas uh, used to be, now it is Eversource, Eversource took over Columbia Gas, right? Correct, so, yes. Yeah, yeah so um, you know, any residents in Methuen can call 800-688-6160 um, if you're one of our natural gas customers. Yep. Um, and and we will make sure that we get you connected with, with yeah. the different types of programs Now, a comment just available. came in that uh, you might want to have to explain. I watched Chris for several years at 5 a.m. on Channel 4. He was great. <laughs> So what does that mean? Uh, well, in my prior life before starting with Eversource, um, I anchored the morning news at Channel 4. You did? 4. Yeah, for, uh, oh my gosh, maybe six years yeah. I was there. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I was at Channel 7 for a little bit after that. Channel and 7, then, that's my yeah, channel, so, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and then got, had this opportunity and um, have joined us here. But uh, thank you. I appreciate, well, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah. He's, he's smarter than I am. So at 5 o'clock, I'm still you know, trying to get it all the factoids together up here. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. have to uh, do the 2 a.m. wake-up call anymore, which is which yeah. is a blessing. So so what's the easiest way for residents to do that? So you say, contact yeah. you. Do they call you? Do they call us? The 800 number is, is the best way because you can actually get someone on the line who yep. can then get you connected. It's, so, not, it's not a machine, is it? It's, it's not. A, you will be able to get in touch with okay. a person, yes. So, yeah. again, 800 688-6160 um, for natural gas customers here in Methuen. That is the best number to call. Say it one um, more time. 800-688-6160. Um, and, and somebody will be able to help direct you to, to all of the different programs. And th- there is an array of programs available out there. Um, and so we want to make sure that we get we get folks connected um, now before it becomes you know yeah. too late. And we're talking programs that can um, reduce your monthly bill, where we yeah. where we look at you know what the past due is, and yeah. we figure out an average. So then, if you start making on time payments on that lower amount, then we can forgive the past due balance. So there's a lot of ways that we're going to work with customers yeah. because the last thing we want to do is 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 see anybody fall behind on this because you know. It is a fact of life. It's been a really difficult couple of years yeah. um, for all of us, and I think you know us. we're living it through uh, yeah. with everybody as well. Yeah. So do you, um, so um, do you like the career change? I, I guess I, I kind of was stunned by that. I wasn't prepared <laughs> to ask you questions about go from, but so uh, you know, is it a better? Uh, it's path? it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges, I yeah, guess. I like they're both round, but yeah. they're very different, you yeah. know. Um, so I I enjoy. You don't it. anticipate going back to. Um, yeah, I guess never say never, but yeah, yeah. not at the moment. I'm yeah. I'm really enjoying um, learning this entire world 
um, about gas and electric supply and yeah. delivery, and it's it's been a fascinating eye opener. The the it's it's extremely complex. There's a lot that goes into it. I'm only um, asking because if we create before I leave my mayoral job, like a Methuen Today news program, you know, we might be interested in hiring you, right? So, <laughs> we uh, can co anchor. I'll yeah. do the morning. You I can do MCS the night show. Doing a, a daily program, you know, Methuen Today. Da, da, da. I like it. I like where you're going with this. We can do a weather forecast that goes outside and says, oh, forget that dusting to an inch. We're going to get four Yeah, we can send Joe outside to do the weather report. With a bucket, right? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I don't don't want to lose the seriousness of the message. So there's there's, what we want to make you remember out of today's program is, look, um, there's no shame in reaching out for help, no matter who you are. And there's multiple opportunities. So one of the ways we talked about is Mass Save. And Joe told you to go to uh, masssave.org, and we will gladly have them on. And, and their aspect of saving is they come out and look at your house and inspect your house and look at various things that they could kind of do, cut down drafts, you know, improve uh, 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 energy efficiency by changing light bulbs and things like that. They come out with a bunch of suggestions. But as somebody who Joe would tell you who's done it, it lowers your electricity bill. So if you haven't done it, think about doing it. Um, why not do it now when the prices are so high? Um, the second way is through uh, the Low Income Housing Energy Assistance Program. Um, and you, know, you can go to the Greater Lawrence Community Action Council website and apply for that. And the income guidelines are not as strict as you want. And I want to say this. There's no embarrassment in applying for that. Right? I, I, I think that there is a stigma with, uh, if I give one feedback to the federal government, is don't call it low income. Right? Because I, I think some people shy away from that because it's embarrassing to them. And there should be no embarrassment because uh, when it comes right down to it, I'm 64-year-old. I, I, I want to be warm, just like you. I'm not interested in being cold anymore. Uh, I don't even fight the kids when they put the thermostat at 68, right? So live with it, uh, despite the propane cost, right? And then when the bill comes in, I, I raise riot with the kids said, look what you cost me, um, and then the third way, and probably the most effective way I would suggest, is to reach out to your energy provider, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they understand the impact of, of you know, the issues. You're dealing with the supply and demand issues, and they're willing to work with you on uh, you know, setting up payment programs or even you know, forgiving some past debt is what I heard. And that's really great. It's the most you could do. Um, and, and there are other state programs that we'll highlight on other programs. But um, what I don't want you to do is feel that you're out there alone. So, Chris, what else do you want to say to the people in Methuen? Well, you know, I'd also like to say, um, you know, and to speaking a little bit about Mass Save, yeah. um, you know, Mass Save is sponsored by the six utilities in Massachusetts. So we work, you know, with the um, providers and the contractors who go out and do this work. And so I will say, you know, Methuen being one of these wonderful cities that have taken an opportunity to make some of these energy efficiency upgrades. I think you're leading by example here. So, you know, residents can actually see the savings that Joe mentioned that the city saw in your own home. So when you have that home energy assessment that's done, whether it's online or whether it's um, in person now, you know, now that uh, we've seen some changes as far as COVID restrictions go and whatnot. Yep. They'll come out to your house. They'll inspect everything. And, you know, again, some uh, income-eligible folks that sign up for this once they go through. And, by the way, it's a no-obligation home energy assessment. So just because you have someone come out and assess the house doesn't mean you're signed up to make all these improvements if you don't want to. Um, But, you know, there are low-income opportunities where you can have a lot of these upgrades done at absolutely no cost whatsoever. So we're talking about, um, you know, lighting and water-saving features, maybe installing a smart thermostat which gives you a better insight into exactly how much energy you're using and how that uh, transfers into your bottom line on your bill. Um, And then it can go all the way up to actually um, upgrading your HVAC systems. So again, it's something that's great. And if you are cleaning and maintaining it, right, keep it, which is also a huge, you know, that in itself just makes it run more efficiently and saves energy. But even if you aren't uh, income eligible for those free upgrades necessarily, and you're looking at you know, some of those bigger things like replacing your HVAC system with yeah. with something different, there's a lot of rebates um, yeah. 
through MassSave. So yeah. I would say go to MassSave.com and, and take a look at that because, yeah. um, you know, those are some really good opportunities there. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and, and you guys are, are, are one of our um, prime examples of, yeah. of, of a city yeah. that's taking charge. We are, but I don't want to take, take uh, success because I don't want Cosgrove resting on his laurels. I want him to do more. So, well, we've, I think you've signed up for, what, three more years? So uh, community first partnership. Go. Yeah, so, so <laughs> we'll be watching, Joe. So one of my good friends uh, sent in a question for you. Sure. Uh, and I want to say, so David Consoli, I still owe you lunch. We've got to plan that out. Uh, and he's talked about something that's affecting everybody, restaurants. So with the – question went away. With the existing lack of people in the trades – what is Eversource doing to attract young people into the electrical trade to continue providing good level of service to their customers? It's, that's a really interesting question. Um, and it's one of the things, you know, as companies are evolving, um, you know, one of our commitments is to sustainability and helping the Commonwealth meet its, um, you know, nation-leading carbon reduction goals. Yeah. And so a lot of younger people are looking towards, um, you know, environmentally conscious uh, companies to work for. And yeah. so one of the things that we in particular do um, is attracts those young engineers um, who are coming out of, of school and looking for ways to really make an impact from within a company, right? And then we are, we're also making sure that we have some of the best top-tier uh, linemen and women who come out of, of lots of different programs from, um, you know, Internship programs, partnerships through community colleges, and you know these are really, really important jobs to maintain yeah. our um, electric system and, and our gas system. Yeah. And so, um, you know, anybody, any young person that's out there that's interested in it, um, you know, I would definitely say reach out, um, take a look at what what's being offered, you know, in your local uh, community college or if you're in a college, whatever uh, works for you. Yeah. Um, but I think that. I think that it's one of those those important. Uh, it's an important question, and it's an important task that we've undertaken to make sure that we are attracting. So, so one thing I want to add to David's talent. question is, um, uh, you know, I visit uh, Great Lawrence Votech mm-hmm. often, and I'm um, continue to be amazed at the progress of, uh, of the students there. So much so that uh, part of me wishes, you know, when I was in the hospital, I'll say to the viewers, I had limited channels, so I watched the Food Channel, and now I have this vision that I should have been a chef, right? Uh, crazy, but, um, you know, I'm thinking of buying griddles and all this. I tie that back to, the, I am completely blown away by the skill sets of the students coming out of vocational high schools. And are companies like Eversource tapping into those resources early, right, before college, right? Because some mm-hmm. of those people might not want to go to college, and uh, I want to, that's okay, right? Absolutely. You can have a viable career without going to college through a trade, and some of what I see um, folks doing at the Vogue I can't do, right? I say that candidly, and I stand in amazement of it. So do you guys reach out to the Vogue Absolutely. schools? Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it runs the gamut, right? So yeah. we want to make sure that anybody who is interested has or you know, has an inkling of an interest in working yeah. in a utility, which I would, I would venture it's hard to say that you, know, you grow up and you think, oh, I'm going to work for a utility yeah. company. But yeah. it really is a fantastic place uh, to start and to start looking at yep. at a career, especially if you're looking at a trade, yep. um, the work that our linemen and women do out there is phenomenal, yep. and I've, I see it firsthand in the storms. They're out there in some of the most brutal conditions that our New England weather can throw at us, yep. and you know that's one of the things. Whenever we have a storm roll through, and I, yep. I try to to convey this to customers and to reporters and whoever I'm talking yep. to um, at the time, and say, you know, look, these these men and women live and work in our community. Where, yeah. where we are too and they're out there just doing their absolute best to try to get the Agreed. lights on as fast Agreed. as it can and and, and, yeah. they, and and they are vital 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 yeah. important people to the company and so yeah. yes um reaching out but to in this day and age when you lost your electricity and you can't do gaming all hell breaks loose in the home right so uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, but over, we, we try to get yeah. the lights on yeah. as quickly and yeah. safely as we can. It's like being in the hospital and just watching the Food Channel, right? So I want to thank you for coming on the show today, um, and we'd love to have you back, and I'd love to make you the anchor I'm doing today eventually. <laughs> yeah, Joe, that's a project for you and for MCS. Um, so I didn't know that, but welcome. We're thrilled to have you. and appreciate you coming on. Anytime. And folks, call. Yes. Right? Don't be afraid to ask. It's like asking the prettiest guy or gal to the prom. What's the worst that can happen? They say, no, it ain't the end of the world, right? In this case, you could be saving yourself some money. So reach out and ask, 
All right, use one of these programs to kind of get that message out there. All right, now I want to take the last uh, several minutes of show and talk about, and I don't know if Eversource, you know, or any companies contribute to this. We have a, a, a Methuen Scholarship Telephone coming up at the end of the month. And um, uh, I said I was going to throw Ryan under the bus one more time, so here it is. Uh, he had told me Lisa Simonian was going to be on the program today, um, but she's not. And I know she's not because she reminded me that my video is due by this Friday. And yes, Lisa, I will have the video in. Um, and I publicly make a pledge I'm going to give $1,000 again out of my pocket to uh, the Methuen Scholarship Foundation. And I'm a big believer in that, and, and I'll tell you why. As a father of four who worked very hard to put all four of my kids through college, I have a painful understanding of the, the cost necessary to do it. They are getting out of sight. And so the last thing I want to see is any student who has the opportunity to go someplace denied because of funding-related issues. And I'm going to say, I, my expectation is we're going to draw in a lot more money this year in the telethon than we did last year. And I don't know if you have the, the ads ready for the scholarship foundation, so if we could flash those. So hard to read. There's a Venmo scan. We're going to, we're going to set, put this on the city website. So it's Wednesday, March 23rd, and Thursday, March 24th, 2022, from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Um, I'm hoping to get an invite to answer the phones because I want to work the phones one of those two nights and answer calls from citizens so I can kind of help us bump up the donations, right? So if you call and you say, I'm giving 20, I'm going to say, let's go to 25, all right? Um, so give what you can. So there's also uh, a Methuen Scholarship Foundation 50-50 raffle. Uh, throughout the, au- the telethon, there's auction items will be available uh, City Hall, the mayor is donating a tour of City Hall and a lunch for four uh, with individuals in addition to the money they're giving. So you can make a, a pledge today. You donate $50. I, this I don't understand. If you donate $50, you receive a $30 gift certificate to Texas Roadhouse and a large cheese pizza from Bada Bing. That's 50 bucks back. So uh, I'm not sure. These scholarship foundation people, they do a hell of a job because they're getting donations in from... Uh, uh, John Vargas in Texas Roadhouse. And again, here's two small businesses in Methuen stepping up to the plate and helping us in a time of need, right? And so there's Venmo opportunities for the class of uh, 2022. I'm giving my $1,000 in, in memory of my mother, who's a Searles High School class of 1952 grad. Um, and I hope you'll consider it too. Now, I think we have one more slide on the scholarship. Do we not? Or, no? Couldn't make it. Okay, too big. So... Um, so Lisa Simonian is kind of heading this up. Uh, Lisa, uh, the mayor stands ready, willing, and able to work the telethon um, uh, for a couple hours or whatever, answer the phone and entice people to give. Happy to do that. Um, over and above the, the money that I'm going to give and over and above the, uh, the donation to the city of uh, lunch for four and a tour of uh, the Searles, which really is a fantastic building. Right, a, a, an unbelievably fantastic building. Right, it, it, people come in from outside, and we we, I don't know if I say we're spoiled, Joe, but by being there every day, you know, I think sometimes we don't get the, right. It's a 1908 Henry Vaughn structure, right. 1904. 1904. Okay, so he corrected the mayor. Good luck with your next career, Joe. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and Henry Vaughn was a, a world-renowned architect, right? So um, it's a fantastic structure. Um, and not lost to me is the fact that I'm sitting in my, when I'm sitting in my office, I'm sitting in my mother's old science classroom, all right? And I try to envision what it would be like. It's really, uh, but people come in, Chris, you know, from news agencies and that, they come up from Boston. And I'll be honest with you, they usually come up when I'm poking the utility companies around. If I go on a rage against National Grid, all three channels coming after, hey, we want to get you on tape. Um, they come in, and the people, oh, this is really a fantastic building. And it is. And I don't know if you've ever been in, but you should come in and take a look. Sounds right? good. Um, so um, we need um, others in the community besides uh, John Vargas and Texas Roadhouse stepping up for the Scholarship Foundation. Like I said, uh, we don't want one single senior who has the opportunity to go to college to miss out on the opportunity because we didn't raise enough funding. And Lisa, I don't know if you're still watching. I don't know what the goal is. For this year, if we've we got a goal, do we have a, 
uh, a goal for what we're expecting to raise because hopefully it's it's a big number. And Melissa and Sarah Burns said, come on down, Matt. Yeah. She's got the Venmo is at Methuen-Scholarship and the PayPal is at Methuen-Scholarship altogether. All right? So please start giving to that. There, there's nothing... There's nothing more um, disappointing than having to turn to somebody who has a career opportunity to go to a, a school that they want to go to uh, and tell them you can't do it, right? Uh, and so it, it is what it is. Um, so Methuen Scholarship Foundation, one more time, Venmo is at Methuen-Scholarship, and PayPal is at Methuen-Scholarship. And if, if you don't, if you don't want to do that, uh, just to show Melissa and Lisa how brought in, I have my, right here in my coat pocket, I carry my pledge cards. I'm asking everybody I bump into, Chris, I'm going to give you one and ask you to think about, I don't know, is that legal? Can I go to jail for this, Joe? So these are the pledge cards for uh, Methuen Scholarship Foundation. Uh, if you need one, you can get one from the mayor or you can get one from the Methuen Scholarship Foundation. So let's get these in. Let's get some money in. Let's, let's make our class of 22 proud. I'll give you that after the program. All right? Okay. Uh, we got a couple more. We've we got a lot of advertisements today. I, don't, I flooded you with advertisements, right? So every department in the city said, hey, Mayor, we need to get some stuff off TV. So I've done a good job of saving five minutes here at the end of the program and saving it for a little advertisement time. So much like you used to do on mornings on uh, Channel 5, Chris, you know, Channel you do four. three. <laughs> Channel 4, sorry. All right. So maybe the weather forecast was on fire. So I, I never watched 4, so that's why I didn't know. So uh, we got the Friends of the Nevins Library, the 2022 spring book sale. Uh, great books, great bargains. And uh, to Krista, I saw Krista today. I should tell, I've got some books that I've read that I want to donate, right? Um, that I, one that I read, uh, wanted to read at Christmas, but it was out. And then they re- get me a reminder, and I bought it off. Amazon in the meantime, so I'm going to donate a second copy so they have two to give out. Um, and then another one that I wrote, uh, I, I read when I was in the hospital that was about um, a murder by a Hampton police officer. A really intriguing story. Uh, so I'm going to donate a couple books, but mark these dates in your calendar. Friday, March 18th, the day after the, the Holy Day, in my, hopefully you can see my tie on TV. It's a beautiful green tie. Uh, Friday, March 18th, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., I'll be stopping by. That's preview night. Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., the 19th. Sunday, March 20th, noon to 4. And Monday, March 21st, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., that's bargain day, what's left over. So stop by and help the friends of the Nevin uh, because we all love the library in our city. Right? It's a beautiful library. It's a, it, like Forest Lake, it's, it's a diamond, right? And we want to keep helping that diamond. Next ad. All right, city census. So this is not the national census. So the city census is going to be coming out. Um, So the city clerk is telling us, watch your mail for the annual city census. There are precinct changes and voting locations will be noted. So if you watch the city council meetings, you may have noticed that the mass, uh, Commonwealth of Mass changed some of the um, districts that we have here. And it has resulted in new precincts in the city. And as a result, the city had to buy more polling machines. Um, And hopefully you saw that. Um, so your precinct changes and your voting locations will be noted on your census form, right? Keep your voter registration updated, respond to the census right away, and make note of the precinct changes in your, your voting location because you could have been voting one place. You know, I often get calls about um, Burnham Road where we used to have voting, but we don't anymore, right? So um, watch the city census and take note of you know, the changes. Next ad. Uh, this is a beauty. Um, I love dogs. I hope you love dogs, too. So uh, dog licensing season is coming. I'm actually contemplating buying another dog. Um, so a rescue. So we've got two rescues in my house, one who loves me and one who does not. Um, and the one who loves me is at the blind and deaf stage, unfortunately. So he's 14 years old, the poor thing. Um, but I think he knows me by sense of smell. Um, he's wonderful. But the, the city clerk will be sending dog license renewals out. If your dog is due for a rabies shot, make an appointment now. Watch your emails for renewal notices 
And uh, always call the city clerk's office with any questions. 978-983-8515. We have our, our newly elevated city clerk, Andrewan, who does a fabulous job. And her staff, they're ready, willing, and able to assist you. And you should have your dog licensed so that we know. Next ad. All right, so this is an important one. So we're still doing COVID clinics. We're only going up 0.3% a week, but we still have vaccination clinics uh, in marzo, which is March. So cada sábado, every Saturday, from 2 to 8 p.m. at the loop next to Marshalls, uh, and also uh, Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Caribbean Supermarket, Fort Broadway, Methuen. And you get a $25 gift card if you get a, a, a vaccination. So I should have held off, Joe to get mine, because I don't know if I would have got 75 bucks with the three vaccinations. So it's a great deal. Are you vaccinated? Yeah. Boosted, too. Good for you. All right. I just put Chris on the spot there. The after-school fit club. So the Methuen Rec is, is pounding out programs, and hopefully you see the increase in what's going on there. So kudos to Steve Angelo and uh, William Manzi IV. Uh, they are doing an absolutely excellent job. So... After School Fit Club with Methuen Rec and Become Fitness. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons from April 19th to May 26th from 3.30 to 4.30 at Nicholson Stadium. Targeted at grades 2 through 8, Methuen students only. Full program for 12 classes is 100 A drop-in is $15. You can register today at MethuenRec.com. Please do so. Uh, help support these programs. These guys are pumping out the programs, and we want to make sure you're aware they're coming. Next. There are lots of ads there. This is the last one, right? No? One more? All right, so soccer shots. I've seen this one before with Methuen Rec. Introductory soccer for kids two years to five years old. Uh, three different age groups. Sunday mornings, April 3rd to May 22nd. Seven weeks. Nicholson Stadium Fields. The season fee for all divisions is $130 for a resident. Ages 2 to 3 at 9 a.m. Ages 3 to 4 at, at 9.40 a.m. So that's got to be a typo. No, maybe if you're in between there, right? I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. So if you're 2 to 3 at 9, it would have to be three, four, I'll talk to Steve Ezzo about that. 3 to 4 at 9.40 and 4 to 5 at 10.25. I guess if you're 4 headed towards 5, you would go at 10.25 and not at 9.40, right, if I figure that out. So maybe that's what it's saying. So, and I'll ask Steve Angelo, another great program for kids in the city. And last but not least, MYVL, Methuen Youth Volleyball League. And so there's a whole description there that the mayor can't read with his aging eyes from this far away. Uh, but for registration and more information, visit www.methuenrec.com and call Steve and Matt Toomey with any questions, right? Uh, Steve Angelo says, no typo. I know what I'm doing. I promise. I believe you, Steve-o. Um, so um, I want to say uh, thank you to uh, Chris. Uh, thank you to Joe for coming on. Uh, and a shout-out to Eversource. Please, take advantage of some of these programs and, at the very least, call your energy provider and see if there's a way you can forestall uh, some of these outrageous increases. Um, and last but not least, let's not forget about the Methuen Scholarship Foundation. Uh, can we put that ad up one more time? Do you mind, Carol? Sorry, put you on the spot. Um, so I just want to remind you of the dates before we sign off. Uh, there's Telethon two nights. I think it's the 23rd and 24th of March, Right? And so that will give me a lot of time to get over St. Patty's Day, and I'll be fit, fiddle and ready to go for um, the 23rd and 24th. Um, I want as many people to kind of support the Scholarship Foundation as possible. I'm going around soliciting everybody I know, friends, family members. I hit my son up, um, and he's going to donate as well. So uh, many different ways you can do it. You can do it through Venmo, as Melissa talked about, uh, Venmo at Methuen-Scholarship. PayPal, the link is at Methuen Scholarship, all lowercase, one word. Or you can mail a check to Methuen Scholarship Foundation, Inc., P.O. Box 2005, Methuen, Mass., 01844. So get out there, and if it's only $5 you can spend, help us with $5 towards the Scholarship Foundation. Chris, thank you for coming on the program. Joe, thank you for coming on the program. And Methuen residents, hopefully tomorrow's going to be in the 50s. I don't know. I haven't seen the weather forecast, and all this stuff will melt outside. Uh, I'm now at the stage where I don't want to spend any more money plowing the salt and sand in the roads because in addition to home heating, salt is way up. So the cost of salt jumped massively this year, right? So uh, more, than, more than gas even, if you can imagine that. 
So, and remember what the mayor said, kind of stay away from ExxonMobil till the prices come back to reality. Go to the lower food chain, guys. Uh, let's drive this back down together. God bless you all. Stay healthy in the meantime. Get vaccinated. We'll see you back here next week.